Terra Podcast, facts and factors and heathens and anyone that's listening to my drawn voice that just got my finger in the innocent world. Welcome to the podcast, random number episode 45. With me, Marquez. Stunning, stunning, stunning man is what I like to tell people to hide my insecurities. It's roasting and beating. It's almost six o'clock and I still have not woken up because I am a tired man. Can't remember the last time I wasn't tired. Actually, I do remember it was at the weekend. Purpose, that's the thing that makes me not be tired. Purpose. Purpose, purpose. Give me purpose and I'm not tired. Meander around and I let the heat kick in and beat me down. Because I am a weak man. Weak like a daisy. Weak like a weed. Weak like seven days. A man about who knows. I don't actually know. I chugged some coffee. So the rambles are kicking in. Mighty weekend on the road. I was in Austin and Albuquerque this weekend. Opening for Crystalia with the feature Michael Lenucci. Jesus, some laugh. Although I got, there was a couple of days there I got zero sleep. Zero sleep. I had a gig in LA on Thursday night. And I finished it like. Maybe 2.30 in the morning, half two. People get annoyed in America. They're like, what the hell is half two? Half two, one? Is is half two, one? Half ten, is that five? Why are you saying half ten? Is that five? Keep it simple. Half two, so that's one? That's my impression of Michael Lenoche asking me why he does do I say half two. Anyway, half two in the morning. Finish up. Get home for about three. I think I had to be up at five for my flight to get to the airport at six. So do I sleep for two hours or do I stay awake? Do I try and sleep in a pit of cold sweat? Worried to death or do I just stay up? Pack and meander around. I did pack B, option B, did not sleep. At least I made my flight. Get in. Oh, I was sitting on some bad seat in the flight. I think I booked my flight drunk or something. I can't remember. They were so early in the morning. They were definitely drunk book flights so early. And I was sitting squashed in between... Two pretty large people, one guy, one girl. I was in bits, I couldn't sleep, I was a wreck. Not good, do not recommend the middle seas next to two heifers, two beasts. No elbow room or anything, my hands are just on my lap. Anyway, get into Austin. Meet the lads, get to the hotel. They're going straight out. I was going straight out. Let's go for coffee. Drop off the bags. We go for coffee. Austin. Austin is hipster town, to be true and fair. 
you know what I mean? You're like, oh, Austin, is it all hipsters? And then we went to the coffee shop, and it was just like a wide range of people of all sorts, all shapes and sizes, all looking hip and hipsters. The place is all colourful, the coffee shop colourful, and beer and coffee and everything. Breweries, I hate breweries. People try and pitch breweries to me. Oh, there's a great brewery down the street. I don't care. Just give me a drink that'll get me drunk. I don't care about the hops or the pops or your beard or your checkered shirt or your snobbery for booze. Just get me drunk. Enough with this hops and pops and orange slices and a slice of cake and a carrot. Don't serve me beer with carrots. I'm fine, breweries. No need. And maybe because back in Ireland, I remember there was a brewery one time they had I remember what it's called. Let's just call it Cork Brewery. It wasn't Cork Brewery, but they had some festival. We went. They had like 10% beer. We were just chugging it. Me and my buddy, Patsy Payton. Can't remember who else was there. But afterwards, Patsy Payton started throwing kegs into the river because the booze had got us so demented. Then he went and jumped into the river afterwards, chasing down the kegs. Not a great river to jump into, swimming across. He was a great swimmer in fairness, but the undercurrents and the sewerage and the empty kegs. Brewery boozing is dubious. Not a man to sip a beer either. I want to have fun. Anyway, what was I on about? Austin. Good comeback. Thank you. So we're just chilling around Austin. Oh, then we went to the pool. Staying at the W, nice hotel, savage. Went down to the pool. Holy Jesus. We were like, we don't have flip-flops. We'll just walk out. It'll be grand. I got like, it was so hot, I burnt my feet on the ground. Walking to the pool, it was about 10 steps. Holy Jesus, give me pains now thinking about it. It was so sore, I tried to scream, but nothing would come out because I was in so much pain. Just ran, fell, almost fell into a puddle of water. Just eased the pain. It was ridiculous. So hot down there. Jesus, my feet needed a hug. Just chilling at the pool. For some reason, they were playing a lot of ludicrous songs. 50 Cent, Eminem. Oh, this 2000s rap. It was a good laugh, though. A few boozes. A few boozes for the lads. And then... We went to the show. Jesus, the theatre was savage. Paramount in Austin, 1,300 people or something. Dancing show. Dancing nice. Boozing after. All in all, Superb. And then, almost like a punishment, we went to Albuquerque. I was in Albuquerque once before with my buddies after a stag. And they were going to a... The wedding was in Santa Fe. We stopped off in Albuquerque because we drove from Vegas. And we were staying downtown. We thought, oh, that looks like a cool spot. That's where some bars and stuff are. We walked out, empty. There was a feeling you're about to get mugged or knifed or something was happening. So my buddy Jimmy, we're walking down the street. There was nowhere busy either. It was just all dead. We're like, is this the city? What's going on? Walking along. And this dude was like, hey, man, I like your shoes. I think I'm going to take them. 
me and Jimmy were just like, oh, Jesus, I don't want my new shoes stolen. Don't take my shoes, boss. Please, boss. Not a fan. I remember a buddy before in Ireland, he had his shoes stolen by pikeys. That was the funniest thing ever. I can imagine you were walking along. It was after a night out, and he's walking home, and pikeys came up, and they were like, hey, boss, we want your shoes. And he was like, no, and they took out a knife or something. He was like, give us your shoes, boss. And he had to give him their sh- his shoes and maybe his wallet so he couldn't get a taxi home. And he had to walk home in his socks. That with the press, the living. Everything out of me. Jeez, imagine walking home in your socks. It's pretty low. That's pretty, pretty low. Anyway, that's what a dude in Albuquerque tried to do. I've been like, when have I been mugged? I was mugged in Ireland before by pikeys again. The worst, I was about 15 maybe, and there were about 12, but there was about 20 of them, and they were pure pikeys. I'd actually just bought new football boots, but I left them at the shop because I was like, oh, I don't want to be carrying them around. We're going to play pool in this place called the Vic, which back in Cork was this place where you go and play pool and try and pick up chicks. It's all you do, pool shark and then chicks. Pool and chicks. It's the story of life. Pool and chicks. So we were walking, myself and my buddy Paul were walking there after buying new football boots. Left them at the shop, off from the bus station, over to the Vic. These little pikeys crossed the road. I am boys. They're like, oh, Jesus. The most embarrassing thing was that they were like three years younger than us, but there were so many of them. When they said, they asked Paul, they were like, do you have any money? He said, no. And then they asked me, and you know me, I'm such an honest, honest, honest haze, they call me. Such a lovely, honest boy. They were like, do you have money? And I was like, yeah. They were like, give us your money. I was like, no. They were like, how much do you have? I was like, I don't know, five, five pounds. Like, give us the money, bye. I was like, ah. Uh. I was wearing a puffy jacket. One guy took out a knife, held it to the jacket. I was like, I don't think that little butter knife is going to make it through my jacket. But I don't want to fight 20 pikeys. They'll mess up my hair. And then if we go to the pool room, the Vic, if I've messed up hair, the girls won't be like, ah, oh, look at this hair. They'll laugh at me. Hello, you know what's funny? I was playing pool. And his buddy Dave Lee, he came up to me and I beat him. He was really good. But I was also good. I just didn't pretend I was an old sneak. I'd be like, no, nah, I'm okay. And then I beat him. And afterwards, he gave me a headlock. And my hair used to be perfect. I used to do like, what's that? Doing the little, little rascals. Oh, I used to be so particular about my hair. If you look at it now, it's wild. Wild like a bush. Like a green old bush right over there in the corner of the garden. See that wild bush that no one goes near? That's my hair, the people would say. Uh, oh, any so my hair is, is like, this is what I do. I'd wet it, I'd comb it. Then right down the middle, I'd do a center crease. Then I'd ladder on gel and I'd pin it down as much as I could. Pin it, pin it, pin it to my head. And then I'd do a little quiff of the fringe. And I thought I was looking superb. And then one time, that time that I, Dave Lee, he, I beat him in pool. There was some chicks hanging around. I don't think he liked that I beat him. He was bigger than me. He put me in a headlock, and he started giving me a nuggie. Messed up all my hair. I came out of the headlock, pushed him away. I was like, get off me, boss. Get off me. And I could sense my hair was messed. And I was like, no. And it was getting all red. So I started going upstairs to the bathroom. And then this girl walking in. I think her name was Karen. 
and they're like Karen she was like oh did you get a haircut I really like it because he'd messed it all up it was all messy and scruffy maybe that's where the, the shrub bush head appeared from went to the bathroom I was like oh that's actually not too bad not too bad at all uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll mess it up more Maybe I just discovered the origin of why my hair is so bizarre. Maybe. Anyway, what was I on about? Oh yeah, getting mugged. So that's the vibe in Albuquerque. So then we went, oh that, yeah, that one time, myself and my buddy Jimmy went into this weird bar. It was half empty, it was just weird. There was no one around. We were like, what the hell, it's Albuquerque a city. Why is downtown? Where is everyone? Why is everything shut? I thought American cities are cool. But Albuquerque was awful. But I was like, maybe it was just because it was a weeknight. Maybe it's cool at the weekend. We're going on a Saturday night. Maybe it'll be hip-hop happening. Oh, and I'm so dumb. So we were in Austin. And again, I booked the earliest flight ever. I think I was getting PMs and AMs mixed up. So I had to stay up in Austin again. No sleep. And, uh, I left at like 3 in the morning again Airport Boom My first flight I can't even remember I wasn't even I was going to say drunk No I wasn't even that drunk But the first flight I was so goosed Can't remember really getting to the airport Getting on the flight I remember just being so tired I was almost passing out And I had a whole aisle to myself and I've, for some reason, my sunglasses, the lens pops out now and again. And the flight just took off. And I tried to put on my sunglasses so I could sleep and use it as an eye mask. And the lens popped out. I remember I was walking before in Vegas. I got off the plane, put on my sunglasses. And I was like, Terminator eye or something. I could see it all happening in slow motion. Put on my sunglasses. A screw popped out of them. The lens opened up, or the metal part, and the lens popped out, and a guy walking past stood on the lens by accident. So now I just had sunglasses with one lens in them. Part of the story, but there we go. That's my Terminator eye story. It's a great one. I should write a whole book based on that story alone. Anyway, I'm on the flight to Albuquerque from Austin early in the morning, absolutely shattered wrecked like wrecked beyond belief and the lens popped out and it went under the seat in front of me and I had to like get on my hands and knees to try and get it from under the seat and uh, next minute I know I'm been woken up by a stewardess I fell asleep on the floor for what I think was the entire flight I'm not sure. I don't know how. What was? I literally don't know what was going on. I passed out anyway, just from pure tiredness. So we get oh, and I had a stopover in Dallas or something. Not sure. Fort Worth, whatever that is. So we stopped there. So I'm still wrecked, trying to make it to the next terminal. Get on this tiny flight, sit down, and I just pass out again. Pass out like you couldn't walk me if you tried. Eventually. They did wake me, the plane had landed, and the air stewardess woke me up and she was like, oh my god, we thought you died, well, have a lovely day, I was like, alright, cool, this is nice, 
is nicely done. So I get Albuquerque. I was going on my own because I booked them separately because I'm a clown. Get to the hotel. Everything in Albuquerque where we were staying is like brown and bland and empty. We went out for coffee at like half two, two in the afternoon on a Saturday and everywhere was shut. Starbucks was shut. We walked for blocks and blocks and everywhere was shut. We're like, what? Where is everyone, Albuquerque? Why are you like a bland, brown, empty paper bag? What is going on in this city of nothing? There was like so little going on. Restaurants weren't open. It's like a desert town. But then there's these big buildings. And it's just like, what's in? What, what's the point of these buildings? There's no one around. They can't be filled. It was so weird. We were just chilling at the hotel. Try to get some, for some reason though, they were, sushi was like, $71 or something Like what $71 sushi in Albuquerque This is a weird little city You got going on here people uh, Yeah there was nothing to do We just slept Slept all day Slept and chilled Then we went We uh, shown El Rey Theatre Show the shows are mighty. They're unreal. There's some laugh. It's living the life. Chris was like, "Yeah, just living the life." And I was like, "Is it?" And then you go along and you're like, "Oh yeah, it is a hundred and twenty percent." This is living the dream. I love getting out of LA too. I'm a fan of the travel. Uh, it's good base and all, but to get out and just go do shows. Are you joking me? Are you joking me? Some laugh. Uh, so we go do the show but the show is like El Rey it's a cool venue and stuff it's kind of brighter than the other place you couldn't really see the people's faces in Austin even though that was like decadent theatre jeez some dude came up to me after Austin's show and he was just like actually he was cheering it he was like I had to find you man I had to find you I just gotta say bro you were like an angel up there. You the presence of an angel on stage. Wow, that blew me away. No homo. I was like, no homo. Good addition to that compliment. Very American of you. I didn't think it was homo for one reason, for one minute. But the whole angel compliment followed by no, no homo gave me an immediate erection. Thank you, buddy. Uh, what's happened after that show? Someone else said something funny to me too. Though maybe I cannot remember. Is it worth remembering? Probably not. Can't remember. Anyway, that shows are mighty. El Rey was mighty. Chilling after. It's funny too when you get a lot of fans coming up. You're treated like celebrities in this town. Chris, in fairness, is. And then me and Michael, the feature. I think I did about 12 or 15, did about 20, 25, no, Michael didn't, or Chris didn't, about an hour-ish. A fine show for everyone involved. Uh, but it was roasting in the place, like roasting, never seen so many people fanning themselves. And then after it, people coming up outside, this girl came up outside, she's like, that's so funny with her boyfriend. And then while she was giving a compliment, she was like, hang on. And just started puking into a gutter. So that was nice. I made her puke. Probably not 
Not the booze, but the laughter from my hilarious jokes. Puke on, puke on. And then we went out that night, went somewhere. Oh, we went to the same place that me and Jimmy and I went to before. What's it called? FX or something? Some weird spot. Dudes just following me around. I couldn't tell if they were like, oh, do they think I'm Chris? But then they were at the show and they were like, oh, no, they know it's me. Just buying me booze, which is always welcome. I never turned down some booze, but they were also weird. Like just walking around Albuquerque and be like, oh, are we going to get knifed or stabbed or our shoes stolen at any point in time? Potentially, I believe so. But no, it was fun. But then the next day, what happened? Yeah, it was kind of, there was dancing on the streets after. And even at the show, there was like, I don't know, a thousand people. We're like, where the hell have you been all day? You weren't anywhere where we saw. Everyone is on meth too in Albuquerque. It's insane. Just walking around, seeing dudes just like after tits walking around. It's odd. All drinking from taps on the side of the wall, murals. Everything's weird about Albuquerque. But some, it's weird too. Most of the people are like, Thanks for coming to Albuquerque. We know it's the worst place ever, but you really cheered us up. It's like, why are you there? So, Mr. Born and Raised. But then other people are like, oh, I love Albuquerque. I moved back. Los Angeles is overrated. You need to stay here in Albuquerque. It's like, I think you're insane if this is what you believe. And then some people, oh, the next day, then I had the whole day to myself. Chris and Michael's flight was in the morning and me being a clown, the one late flight I booked at night the next day. So I had a whole day to kill in Albuquerque. Oh, that was tough. Walking around, empty streets, it's like a zombie apocalypse. No one around, just walking around, walking, walking. Met a buddy, that buddy that lives in Santa Fe. He's a buddy from Ireland. We were good buddies in college. Oh, how our lives have taken different paths. You know, as a wife and child in Santa Fe. And I'm off gallivanting, doing stand-up around the place. Happy days, happy days. But people in Albuquerque were like, oh yeah, downtown isn't cool. You gotta go uptown or to Knob Hill. What's the name of the place? They're like, Knob Hill is really cool. Really cool. Go up to Knob Hill. I'm like, where's good to go? Well, there's a lot of breweries. Do you like breweries? I'm like, no, I hate them. Anywhere else? They're like, no, you probably won't like it around here at all. I was like, all right. Albuquerque is not the place for me. All the people are sound. The show is mighty. It's just an odd spot. Even the airport is, like, weird. Uh, oh, I was in the airport. It's kind of wrecked again. It's tough to kill a whole day without getting tired. I was at the airport and in the bathroom of the airport, this dude, I came out of the cubicle, washing my hands. Oh, that reminded me of something else. Washing my hands and he was just staring at me. So I just looked at him and his eyes lit up when I caught his eyes and he started beckoning to the stall. And he was like, Meet me in the stall. Meet me in the stall. I was like, wait, are you propositioning me at the Albuquerque airport? Beautiful. Still got it. Trixie is stunning his. 
Homeless looking Hayes, shoeless Hayes, still has it. Keeps giving himself his own nicknames, Hayes. Still has it, baby. Still got it. Uh, he declined his offer. Probably a glory hole offer. Now that I think about it, a few people pointed that out to me. You missed out on a glory hole opportunity. Oh, it would have been glorious. But I said, no, thank you. It was funny, the earlier that day I was in the hotel... Uh, I was in the bathroom and it was like a small enough lobby hot bathroom hotel lobby bathroom can't speak but whatever and uh, there was like one stall in there and I had to check out of my room but I ate some food there so I was like brushing my teeth and washing my hands in the, up by the sink and the guy in the stall he was like he must have been holding it in but he started having the worst diarrhea ever <laughs> it was like so quiet and he had it so bad and then he started saying, man, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. And just the worst diarrhea. And the way he kept saying, I'm so sorry, man, I'm so sorry. I couldn't stop laughing. I thought I was going to piss myself and give myself the shits in return. That was pretty, pretty funny to me. So, yeah, that's the weekend life on the road. The life aquatic on the road. It's cool though, it's cool seeing different places in America. Although I've seen a load. A lot of Americans don't know that like when you're in college in Ireland, every summer you go away for the entire summer or 90 days, as long as your visa to like different places around America, usually on the coast, and you just get drunk for 90 days straight. You just go to have fun all the time. About six or seven people pile into a house, two or three in a bedroom, Sleeping on air mattresses, just having fun, living the American dream. You save up, you work in college all year, and you save up. Some people get a job, but a lot of people don't when they're in America. Like I was in Santa Cruz, Santa Barbara, San Fran, Ocean City, Boston. i trying to remember what the first place I was. Maybe it was Santa Cruz. That was a laugh. Oh, Santa Cruz was funny. I remember the first night, that's where I learned two things. One, the Irish accent goes down well on the west coast of America. And two, my body cannot hack the heat in America. We went to this pub. I think it was me. I can't remember who was there. Crin. I remember I was with my buddy Crin. And I was sweating. I was wearing a green t-shirt. can't remember if it was on purpose or if it was to hype up the Irishness. But um, we're in a green t-shirt and just the sweat was just ridiculous. And all these girls were coming up and like, are you really from Ireland? Do you know Colin Farrell? And we were like, we do, yeah. Good old Colin Farrelly, we call him. But I was sweating so much and I was like, Crin comes to the bathroom. And I was like, look, I can't stop sweating. And I was like, what should I do? And he was like, I don't know. And I was like, should I wet my whole top so it looks like I'm just it's a darker shade of green than it is. He's like, yeah, that's a good idea. So we started throwing water from the sink onto my T-shirt, and then halfway through, I was like, this is the dumbest idea ever. I'm soaking wet. I'm shivering now. I'm half, it's half light green, half dark green. Let's stop this game. Let us not do this anymore. Uh, So we'll back out. There was like a few of us staying at a place. Oh, I remember these girls were like, 
they were they wanted to be cats or something. They were like, "Oh, we're cats, meow, meow." You should go back to your place later and be cats together. Meow, meow. And we're all like, okay, America's the greatest place ever. We don't know what's going on, but meow, meow all the way. And then, oh, that was some funny night. So after it, this one girl was like, oh, you got to come back. There's a party in a jacuzzi. You should come back. And I was like, oh, yeah, definitely. Lads, we got a party. She's like, I cycled here. And apparently, like, whatever place, I think it was, yeah, Santa Cruz. Let's just say it was Santa Cruz. She was like, everyone just steals everyone's bikes. It's cool. So we were just cycling. She got on the, the bar of the bike. And I was cycling, giving her a crosser. She lived up the top of the hill. And uh, I was struggling to cycle up the hill. Struggling. Because it was like a steep hill. Just like, oh, this is not a great idea. We should take in a taxi. So halfway up the hill, we had to stop. And I placed the bike on the curb. <clears throat> and I actually stopped at a place where I looked off overall Santa Cruz. This is not... All right, let's pretend this is about my friend. So my friend stopped the bike. And uh, it was like overlooking it all. I was like, oh, that's a pretty good view. And one thing led to another bit of canoodling on the bridge. Wham bam, thanks you ma'am. You know yourself. Innuendos. Innuendos in and out all day. Till the the weasel goes pop. Till the potato makes the salad. Till the grass grows greener, if you know what I mean. I don't think you do. Till the ponder pipe pipes up like a tin whistle and says, <laughs> You know yourself. So anyway, as this was going on, I was getting a text from Crane or Derek, one of my buddies in there. They're like, hey, man, where are you? Those two girls that are cats are looking for you. They want you to be here while they're being a cat. And I was like, oh, no, I'm missing the fun with the lads. So then the girl was like, yeah, let's just keep going up the hill. I live up there. That's where my jacuzzi and house is. I was like, jacuzzi and house are the cats and the buddies. I was drunk. I saw the bike, and whatever way I positioned the bike, it was on the curb, and it was facing downhill. So the drink kicked in, and I ran, and I jumped onto the bike, and I cycled off into the night like a pikey that I am. I deserved that mugging when I was young for this incident. I cycled, and I cycled. I was having the time of my life, cycling through Santa Cruz. The young little buck, ponder piping away. Got back to the house where we were staying, and the two girls who were cats were pretending to be cats on the kitchen table. And everyone was like, God bless America. God bless America. It was funny then. Right, I'll finish with this story because it's rambling on. About three weeks later, uh, it's actually a good story. It's not good, but it's kind of good, but it's also not good. Three weeks later, I was in a bar. It was like a Rastafarian bar with uh, my buddy Derek. is in Santa Cruz still, and we were maybe the only white people in there, but we were having a laugh, listening to some Bob Marley. They had good drink deals, so we were boozing. Next minute, I saw the girl whose bike I took, and I was like, oh, no, Derek, that's that girl. If she comes over here, just like trying to 
deflected away from me. He was like, I got you, man. I got you. She came over. He said, hey, see you later. And he walks off. He didn't say it like that because he wasn't American. But he was like, I'll be back. Good luck. And he just walked off laughing. And the girl was looking at me. She was like, you're an asshole. I was like, well, I was like, well, excuse me. She was like, I can't believe you did what you did. And I was like, I did what? And she was like, you took my bike and you just cycled off. And you were meant to go back to the jacuzzi. And I was like, "Uh, I don't know where this came from. This was pretty good lie. I was like, ah, oh, look, I'll be honest. I think you you met my twin brother. Um, I think he was my real brother's name. I think he met my twin brother. Maybe I said, Darren, Dan, whatever. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I just got into town. I'm only visiting them. I literally only arrived, arrived this morning. So that couldn't have been me that did all that stuff you just described. And this girl looked at me and she looked at me closer. And then she, my hair had been probably shorter back when we first met. And then it had grown out slightly. And then she said to me, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Your hair looks different. Wow. So you're not lying. You do have a twin. I was like, I do. And I apologize for him. I've been here and he's been a bit of a prick around town. Can I buy you a drink? Can I buy you one of these $1 vodkas here that they have on sale? I'll splash out one, maybe two dollars on the drinks. Would that, would that ease the pain? She was like, oh yeah, I'd love to. So we started doing drinks. Bitching about my imaginary twin brother. Having a laugh. And before you know it, we're back in her jacuzzi. She thinks she's back in the jacuzzi. And she's like, oh, I've never hung out with two Irish twins separately. And I was like, oh yeah, this is a first for me too. I don't believe that you believed me. So that's when I really loved America, the land of the free. Believe what you want to believe. Cats and stolen bikes and imaginary twins. And just the greatest country in the world. So anyway, that's a rambling story. The coffee is slowly wearing off. Anything else? Any weird Uber drivers? I had an Uber driver right the other day. Wouldn't let me get out of the car until I said, Our Father. I had to say a prayer with him. Because I was Irish and Catholic, he had to say a prayer. So he, the sin and everything would stay, would keep me safe. So I had to say an Our Father and give him five stars. Our Father, Lord in heaven, hallowed be name. I can go and will be done. I was constantly where you used to remember the words, and I'm like, Amen. I give him a good Amen. I can only do fast. I can't say prayers anymore. Slow. Our Father, Lord in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, earth is in heaven. Lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil men. Amen. He was like, is that how they say amen in Ireland? I was like, it is. Amen. So, yeah, they can't beat a podcast that ends with a prayer. Anything else? Let me check. Did I write down notes? No, maybe I should write down notes so I know what I'm talking about when I do... Uh, No more notes. That's the end. All right. If you want to read any more gibber, check out my books on Amazon or any bookstore or whatever. 
Random, The Adventures of an Irish Guy in L.A., Randomer, The Continued Adventures, and Freedom, Before I Came to America. Oh, I did forget one thing. In Albuquerque, I only noticed leaving the hotel, but they had, like, art on our hotel room wall. And it was, like, nine separate pictures that made one big picture. And it kind of looked all right. And then I looked at what was in the pictures, and it was just a photo of the buildings outside the hotel, like these bland office, government office-looking buildings. And that's when I knew Albuquerque was one of the worst places ever. So that's... that's a, I want to buy that art. If you want to buy it, I stole all the art. So hit me up if you want some bland art. I am the man. All right, I must go do something. Right, or gym, or something at all. Oh, I got some shorts on YouTube. Check them out. Random Irish guy in LA. 20 shorts if you want to see me gibber in action. And if not, trick do on Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter. All right, it has been a real treat. A real treat for us all, except for ye. And also, probably not me, but at least I got to speak. In such lovely tones. Till next time. Good luck. Adu. Good luck, adu, ye heathens. Come on, the heathens. Heathen. Good luck.